0: Welcome to 7 Skills for the Future podcast. My name is Emma Sue Prince and this podcast is based on the internationally selling book by the same name. This book focuses on seven important skills. They are adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, being proactive, being optimistic, and being resilient. And this podcast is all about how you can bring these skills into your everyday life so that you are living a life full of happiness, full of purpose, great relationships, doing work that you love, and just really getting the most out of life. Welcome back to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. And this season, which is called Emerging, and I'm talking to artists, singers, songwriters, musicians, choreographers, performers of every kind. Um, and these professions have just been so badly hit by the pandemic. And I just feel instinctively that these guys have a lot to teach us about being adaptable and about thriving through adversity. And we know, too, that it's the artists, it's the filmmakers, it's the musicians, the poets, who have been able to express really turbulent times in our history, and I think it's no different now. So I'm really excited to be talking to a range of fantastic people. And in between these interviews, I've got the bite-sized episodes where I'll be highlighting some of the skills that our interviewees talk about. and. I'll be explaining how you can bring the same skills into your life, no matter what your background is. Today I'm talking to Anu Omidei, choir director, songwriter, musician and producer. Welcome Anu to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So first of all, could you tell our listeners more about you and what you do? So I am, as you said, a choir
1: director. Um, My experience in directing choirs goes back to when I was a teenager, so that's nearly you know over 25 years or so um I did that all through my teenage 20s 30s and into my 40s firstly as a uh, on an amateur level because I had another career as a criminal barrister but uh, five years ago six years ago now in fact I decided to give that up and follow my passion which has been music and so now I do all things music and the choir directing really took off so I went from directing um, my my local church choir at the time, which was called the Reapers Choir, which ended up mushrooming and becoming a professional choir, singing at um, wonderful venues like the Royal Albert Hall for the Prime Minister and across the country and internationally, in fact, um, to directing several choirs and running everything from children's choirs to professional choirs community choirs and also consulting with different choirs for vocal training so i do that as as um, i've been introduced i'm also a singer songwriter and i produce things and i've moved and adapted through the pandemic to to other initiatives as well wow
0: amazing and just sort of hearing that background of uh from being a barrister to coming to love (laughs) your 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 passion for, for music and singing, wonderful. So let's just think back to the beginning of 2020. So it seemed like such a, you know, it sounds great, you know, 2020, like a year full of promise and significance. Um, so at the beginning of 2020, when all this started, what was happening for you at the time? What was going on for you at the beginning of that year? such a
1: good question um it was the year that i was so excited about because my diary was full of working with so many different choirs and um outfits and so many different projects were lined up you know pretty much uh, into the year and it was really exciting i could really see a way forward to develop what I had already begun to build and so it was full of promise of hope of projects and passion
0: (laughs) and then the pandemic hit (laughs) Yeah, yeah gosh so so what happened when 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 the pandemic started what was going on then for you
1: oh um I I distinctly remember a very pivotal moment in in my mind at the very beginning when I realized that we were going into lockdown. So this is about a week or so before lockdown. I realized that this is going to happen and every bit of my income is going to be wiped if I am not um, Mm -hmm. careful to pivot. And I immediately started thinking, how can I move what I do online or how can I provide products and, um, ways for people to engage with what I do online and I just remember very distinctly I remember exactly where I was in my bedroom thinking all right this is what you have to do you now have to start moving on your production background which you've always done in the corner for yourself or on a really really small level and you have got to escalate that in the most significant way and and prepare create and build products that you can deliver to your clients instead of having to physically be there and if I wasn't able to do that I tell you my entire income would have been wiped but Mm -hmm. I was able to to just take the leap and say all right I'm gonna build resources online that my school's can use and Mm -hmm. they were a a large chunk of my bread and butter had lots of different choirs dotted around but they were a large chunk and and I think it really started with them and I thought this is what I'm gonna do Mm -hmm. and then um I already had A number of one-to-one clients online so I was doing that anyway because some of my clients are very far away or international Uh, but I started to think well how can I migrate choirs online as well and pick it up from that point of view Mm. and so that was how I started to make that transition and started to navigate the new world. It sounds like you did it really fast
0: though as well.
1: Do you know, I just, (laughs) sometimes fear is a really good motivator. (laughs) And I just saw everything that I had worked so hard for disappearing Mm -hmm. because I'm completely self-employed. I mean, I may have had one organization that would have, uh done the equivalent of a furlough but that is a, a fraction of of my income so I, I knew that I had to move really, really quickly and anticipate them and preempt the organization so I remember sending out emails to them saying all oh, right we're going into lockdown but here is what I can provide for you online or here these are the ways I can service you online I can instead of delivering it to you in person I can pre-record and send it to you I can do bespoke packages for you. Um, You tell me what you need and I can record them at home and provide them for you. Or we can um, start looking into ways in which we can communicate directly online. But my first emphasis at the time was on recording and providing bespoke packages. And and enough of the organisations took it on. Some of them, of course, were reluctant and just said, oh, no, we'll see you after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Of course, at that time, we thought it was just going to be over in a matter
0: of of months.
1: We did. Wow.
0: Okay. so very, very fast adapting, very fast adapting. Um, (laughs) Did you have to actually, did you have to invest financially to be able to make those things happen? Or did you already have? everything you needed
1: yeah that's a really good question um most of the things i i um needed i already had because i was working my way up to a point where i could produce anyway it's really Mm -hmm. interesting because in in 2019 i remember distinctly feeling when i was i was quite ill i had an operation and i had to convalesce for, for for a couple of months and i remember during that period thinking i want to be able to produce and create content mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i had started using that time to make sure that i upskilled in terms of my musicianship and that was probably the most important thing for me so mm-hmm. i was really practicing hard on the piano and so on and so forth and mm-hmm. just and using the the um the digital audio workstations that I use and stuff like that um just for myself to be able to do it and so that is what I used when the pandemic hit because I suppose I'd had my own sort of pre-pandemic into in in terms of being knocked out work-wise and not being able to earn so I'd sort of got myself into a headspace where I thought well what do I need to do to be able to weather this kind of eventuality? so most of the things I had before but I did have to invest financially to upgrade um some of the things that I didn't have. So mm-hmm. hardware, computer, just to take the level of, of, of work that I was doing on it, lighting, equipment. Yes. Um, so yeah, I did have yeah. to upgrade it as well.
0: Yes. And um, what would you say um, were some of the main, if there were any, you know, what were the, some of the main setbacks and difficulties for you in that time period? I mean, it sounds like you adapted really quickly. So hopefully your income didn't suffer too much. Um, but you know what? What would you say were some of the setbacks? I mean, these might be might be financial, might be personal, um, might be you know anything at all. What would you say that those those were for you over this, you know, this past year?
1: Oh, I had major setbacks. So I did lose um, in the beginning. I lost about probably 50% of my income, even though I pivoted, okay. but that, that's you know, quite dramatic. But yeah. I was able to slimline and be able to work my way through, obviously use some of the assistance that the government provided, which was incredibly helpful. Um, so financially, that was a setback, but actually quite quickly I did, I was able to to recover that over the, 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 few, the coming months um, or the ensuing months rather. But um, I had, really serious emotional and mental health setbacks. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to be honest and open about that because as creatives, you rightly said and generously said that over the centuries, creatives have really captured the mood. But as creatives, we also can be quite emotional because we have to tap into that side of ourselves. And um, I really, really suffered... um, Quite significant setbacks emotionally, just having to cope with issues actually that weren't specifically related to the pandemic, but came into sharp focus during it. So I had to reflect on my history where I had suffered trigger warning people, um, but I had suffered abuse as a child. And this really, um, came upon me in such a huge way I suppose because of the space we had during lockdown and just navigating that in the early Mm. stages of our first lockdown Um, and so really reflecting on that then having to take on therapy again and and work my way through that it was such a a tremendous journey to have to navigate my way through so that I could be motivated to work and to keep doing the things that I needed to do to keep a roof over my head. But thankfully I was able to keep the work going Mm. and enough to to be able to survive and then later on to be able to thrive. And after that, actually through the, the, the heavy setback, a new initiative was born, which has just (laughs) taken off in a tremendous
0: way. I can't wait to hear about that, but I just want to touch on something that you said about um, the space that we had in that first lockdown. And just to ask you, do you think that, you know, at the time it felt like everything got stripped away, you know, all our sort of parameters for how we were living and working were just kind of wiped away. Do you think that that contributed to not just you but but others too maybe you know feeling quite exposed having to look at yourself and and look at well look at you you know that awareness of 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 oneself absolutely I mean
1: we lost control um and you know we weren't able to to decide what we wanted to do. We weren't able to decide where we wanted to go, (laughs) you know, and and it's such a a scary place. And then we were confronted with the actual pandemic and its effects, and and our loved ones and friends and family were affected physically um, or emotionally and mentally as well. So all these things, yeah, were were really ripe and fertile ground for just having to... Really navigate the mental space, mm. which became, you know, such a great struggle. And, and I, 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 I'm not sure I know anyone who didn't go through that journey in one way or another, mm. to some degree or another, a huge mental adjustment for, mm. for us. You mm. know, we, we have been living in freedom and taking our freedoms for granted. And then we were told to stay at home. and then we were told to restrict who we could contact and who we can we can meet who we can touch Mm. i mean it's a huge huge um in in inhibitions on our our lives and the, the impact i think was was well well felt and certainly i i felt that in a really great way
0: yes yes i mean at the same time and listening to you i also feel and i and it's i can say in in for myself as well that I feel that um this time has called on us to really be become be our authentic selves like you know whatever we have to offer to, to put that out into the world that that's I feel that for myself but I also kind of sense it from what you're saying as well
1: and, and you are entirely accurate. I can't think of um, a 12-month period as the last in which I have so moved into my own skin mm. <laughs> and really <laughs> sat more comfortably with who I really am. That time for introspection and for stillness and and for being alone, frankly, um really gave me the opportunity not to consider because i think i my personality is one that is quite self aware i've always enjoyed my own company and i i realized that actually i'm 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 a bit of an introvert because <laughs> i really embraced <laughs> that time being alone and really enjoy it um but there has been no greater time that that has made me um actually receive it and embrace who I am it's one thing to to be able to be alone and do it it's another thing to say well actually this is what you care about this Mm -hmm. is what you believe this is what you think this is who you are these are your emotions this is your expression and it's all okay Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's a work in progress and we're moving forward and that's all okay
0: yes yes wow so um, I do want to talk about your work and what you're doing, but I, but before we move on to that, I just want to ask you if you I mean you've spoken about a lot of things that have helped you and supported you through this time and you know skills that you've drawn on. But if we could just look at that a bit more for now, and if you were if you had to say, you know what are the three most important skills or or, or you know qualities of your own that that have helped you through this time, what would you say that those are
1: okay firstly adaptability so just the ability to adapt and to be able to be fluid in in Mm -hmm. your thinking in your presentation in your execution if i was rigid and wanted to keep to the old ways and said no no no! this is the way i've always done it this is the way it should be done this is the way the experts say it should be done i never would have been able to navigate this time with any level of 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 success that's the first thing the second thing is the ability to um, listen and engage others I think that was so important for me when I wanted to move on to do new things or to develop ideas that I had or to, to, um, build on the skills that I've learned and, and draw them into a way that I could, I could provide different types of resources than I had before. I had to call upon people who I knew, knew what I didn't know <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, and tap them for, for, for things that, I I couldn't have even thought about. So, firstly, I'd be saying, "Well, look, I want to do this. What do I need to know? How do I need to do? How do I need to go about it?" I know A B C D E F G. Tell me H to Z. You know, and then tell me the things that I haven't even thought about that I need to know, because <laughs> you know there, there were things that I knew and there were things that I didn't know. And so, just listening, continuing to have those conversations, and continuing to to action them in a way that was suitable for what I wanted to do. So I'm a big believer in listening, in taking the advice that I'm receiving, but I don't take it all on. Mm -hmm. I will listen to it and I'll say, okay, well this will work for me and this will not work for me. But then I'm not afraid to try and to make mistakes and then to change again so i suppose the first thing adaptability and listening they go hand in hand to enable you to be able to persevere which is my third thing perseverance is huge and under that bracket i'm going to say that includes um, the willingness to fail fast and fail well which sounds like an oxymoron but i think it's really important the ability to just keep going when you try something it doesn't quite work out adapt it learn from that, um, um, lack of success, move on, Mm -hmm. do it differently, take the lesson and, and implement the lesson and Mm -hmm. then keep going. And if that doesn't work as well, implement that the next lesson and so on and so on and so on and so on. And you need to be able to persevere to do that. Mm -hmm. And so those are the three things that I would say, adaptability, listening, perseverance.
0: Ah fantastic so succinct as well wonderful um so let's talk about your work um what are you uh well first of all how has your work perhaps changed in response to the pandemic? you talked earlier on about you know obviously putting everything online but you also talked about some new things that you're that you're doing and working on as well yeah so um Just to to quickly
1: put the 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 older things um, that I the the things that I have always been doing and still doing um, out of the way. So the choir things continue. I'm working on a project which which was newly. uh began during the pandemic with the 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 last hillsborough memorial commemoration so i'm producing an album and, and choir for that um been working with them since the summer of last year we're working on producing an album we were supposed to have the last commemoration in april um but that's obviously been postponed due to this present lockdown but we will be producing an album as soon as we can. So that's really exciting working on that, working with a number of different choirs, still consulting and so on and so forth. But the new project is one that was born out of what I was telling you about having to to reflect on my history. And after a therapy session, I just thought to myself, if I had had clear Consistent, repeated messages as a child that it's okay to protect yourself in different ways and 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 you know um, push back against the approaches of adults. Um, then I would have suffered less. And, and, and the, the thing that's remarkable about it is that I had the most loving family, the most communicative family, you know, so I was well insulated, you know, brought up in a, in a wonderful environment and still that, that protection wasn't able to go far enough for me. And so I thought, what can I do to be able to join the chorus of people that are trying to protect children and dealing with these difficult discussions, but in a mm-hmm lighthearted child-friendly really fun way so putting my experience with working with lots and lots of children on a weekly basis together pre-pandemic I'd be working with up to sometimes up to a thousand children a week on average four or five hundred children a week and so um, putting my experience with doing that with my with my musical background I, I, I created an initiative that that produces musical resources that deals with really difficult subjects but puts them into a song and resources built around the song and the song has the lyrics in that are really simple and child-friendly about protecting yourself um, and so on and so forth really innocuous Mm -hmm. you know starting with body parts from head to toe and saying look but there are parts that we should keep protected. And if anybody wants to touch, say no, and that kind of thing. So really simple, really fun. But with that comes a, a package. So you get karaoke material, you get um, cartoons, animated material, you get a discussion and activities plan um, so that It has good ways of suggesting ways that you can bring up the conversation with your children and do activities with them to make it fun that they don't even realise the severity of what they're discussing. They're just learning and having fun. Mm -hmm. Lesson plans for schools and, and the package for schools. So all these things put together, instrumentals, lyrics, because I found that children when they really soak up music and songs in a way that I don't think adults do. Mm. They, could, they have the time and the space to be obsessive about it. You know, when, when I, I deal with children, they'll say, Miss Omic, can we sing that song again and again? They go home, they want to learn the lyrics. They want to do shows to it. They want to do karaoke. They want to sing along. Mm. And so the messages that, that they're hearing are really sinking into them. So I thought, why not put in really good messages? So I started with the Protecting Children's Bodies one and then I moved on to discussing racism so again in a really fun light-hearted child-friendly language way um we're all different but we're alike no one's invisible we have our shine different but alike and and, mm-hmm. and the lyrics flow from that premise and so that's what I've been working on and it's just yeah. blown up when I announced it so many people just really flooded me, really, because I, I put my own personal story out there as well. Organizations um, have invited me to speak, to preview the, the, the resource. I've been commissioned to make more <laughs> by different organizations. And I'm in touch with the NSPCC, working with them. And it, it's, it, it's, it's taken off
0: in, in, in ways that I could never no. have anticipated. Mm -hmm. that sounds incredible and I mean do you think that without this situation that you would ever have come up with something like that or would have you know would have would have almost dared to do it do you think no No, I
1: don't I really don't I I think I always knew that I was going to speak out someday yeah but bearing in mind I'm in my 40s and this happened when I was a you know in, in my single digits over a period of years that's a long time mm-hmm. so who knows when I might have spoken up it may have taken me another decade or two yeah and and, and I don't think it would have been in this way mm. this pandemic is 100 responsible in my view I mean I might be wrong mm-hmm. but in my view for the shape and the form in which it took because if I hadn't Pivoted in the way I told you earlier, and said, "Right, I'm moving from delivering things in person to creating online con- content." I yes. don't think I would have had the confidence to say, "I'm going to create online content, mm-hmm. but I'm going to package it in this way and yes. present it in that way." Yeah. So, I, I, I
0: genuinely think that the time and space was fertile yeah. for it. That's you know that's so incredible, and also I think it's it kind of makes me think that out of adversity and out of hardship can come huge positives yeah you know wonderful wonderful things so it's really it's really inspiring to hear you talk about that really really inspiring what would you say you have learned about yourself as a person over this time period (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I I really feel
1: like I'm still learning (laughs) about myself every day. Um, I think that I'm stronger than I thought and I think that I'm softer than I thought.
0: Mm. Mm. It's
1: really interesting. So I suppose if I can sum it up, the scope of my personality and character is wider than I previously thought. It's so easy to see yourself in boxes. And it's really interesting because I always said, I mean, it's on my website, anyone with a date, a woman without a box. So I've, I kind of thought before that, you know, I have to do all these different things, but I feel mm-hmm. like when you're really tested, when you're really stretched, you know how much you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went, from, I went from days in a dark room not being able to get out of bed during the mm. pandemic, you know, for weeks on end, to somehow producing a resource for other children and other people, and mm. somehow becoming some sort of soundboard and advocate for people who've been through what I've been through. It's incredible. I don't I still don't know how that happened. I mean I'm a spiritual person, I know you are, and I, I really credit God with that. But you know, I, I I look back on that today and I think how how is that possible? Mm. I, I was in a really dark place. Mm. Mm, mm. I, I don't know how that turned around. I think it can only be God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and as you say, still learning. I mean, we, we, we're learning about ourselves all the time, aren't we? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. What would you say you've learned about yourself as an artist, you know, as a producer, as a choir director? Well, what have you learned?
1: Oh, those are the most
0: exciting journeys for me.
1: I've learned that the really... There's nothing you can't do if you really want it. You know, um, it's so I'm so excited to produce, to create, mm-hmm. to 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 direct, to teach. I really upskilled. <laughs> <laughs> I devoured mm-hmm. books and learning and courses and practice, relentless practice, obsessive mm-hmm. practice in all these areas. Um, but I really learned how to accept my own unique character. Mm. I think before, in many ways, I was caught up with the professional standard, whatever that is, you know, Mm. how are other people doing it? How are they presenting? How are they delivering? How are they executing? But I've come to the position where, you know, I I can only do me and, and be okay with it. If I've done my best, Mm. then I've got to be okay with that. I'll just learn from whatever mistake I make and I'll improve the next time around.
0: Yeah. Ah. I mean, looking, I I mean, I know none of us are kind of looking too far ahead right right now, but um, I always like to think about what's next, Mm. coming up, what's next. Um, What do you have coming up sort of in the, immediate term should we say and and what have you got on your horizon or you know what are you thinking about for the longer term
1: okay so coming up in the immediate term thank you for asking i am releasing a new single because as i say i've been swept by lots and lots of contact from people who have suffered and who've been through different things and it just you know my heart just goes out so i thought why don't i record music To go with what's happening. And also, as an unforeseen consequence, where people were asking me to come and talk to them, they were also asking me to come and sing to them, which I never, I never foresaw that. You know, that was a complete surprise to me. Come and talk to us about the project, but also sing a few songs for us. Mm -hmm. And so, because of all of that, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I, I was writing new songs. And during this period, I wrote a song about making your way through this pandemic and how to be able to navigate, you know, the times and the seasons of, of difficulties in our lives. And so I'm going to be releasing that by the end of February.
0: Oh, fantastic. Uh, And what about, what about, beyond
1: (laughs) oh beyond that as i say i've been commissioned to make new resources by um by churches from the church of england so the 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 ones that i have are are nothing to do with any kind of religious affiliation at all they're they're the ones that already exist Mm -hmm. but i've been asked to do that by um that organization to make more resources for them you know and and that could go far and wide Mm -hmm. and then i've also um been contacted about um being commissioned to make further resources for other organizations, and um, nothing to do with religious organizations, but just on different topics like mm. um mental health and so on and so forth. So lots of different things in the works, then um more more choir projects and then more more projects as a singer songwriter myself. Um, so
0: lots of things going on. That just sounds fantastic. Really, really sounds so so inspiring to listen to you. Um I kind of, I'd like to leave our listeners with um, a few tips. Um, So, you know, if we have people who are listening to this, who are perhaps really struggling right now, or perhaps they're just, you know, they've been working from home for months on end and just feel demotivated or feel a bit stuck, what would be maybe two or three tips that you would offer that a listener could almost do right after listening to this podcast you know what what would be perhaps three things that would help
1: so the first thing i would say is um one day at a time take one day at a time i i really really live by this and sometimes if i look too far into the future i just feel overwhelmed and Mm. i feel like i can't cope but if i'm setting tasks for the day and saying this is what i want to achieve today Um, it is so much more manageable and I'm focusing on that. And then if, if things run over into the following day, that's fine. Um, that goes onto the list for the next day. So I'm not beating myself up about what I'm unable to achieve. The second thing is, um, you know, build into your day things that make you happy. This is so important for, for, for me. So I need to, get myself moving physically so I have built that into my day one way or another I'm gonna get about I'm gonna if I don't get out for a walk or or do a little workout at home I will build a little bit of salsa into my my vocal tutoring (laughs) (laughs) so they think it's for them but it's actually for me (laughs) I need a bit of joy and I'm gonna get that and I'm gonna get that movement I know that's what makes me happy playing an instrument makes me happy so if I know that look, I need to do this. Although that is still work related, I know it's going to bring me joy. So if the work part of it is I need to learn this song or I need to practice this, I'll get that over. But then I'll say, where? let me find the little bit of joy. So I'll play the song that I just love to here, or I just love to sing just for me. So whichever way that is, I will build a little bit of me time into every single day. And then the third thing I would say is, you know, keep communication with those who, whom you love dearly and those who love you dearly. I mean, in this time, I'm someone who who can spend days and weeks on my own without any problems at all. But during this time, it's all important to have those people that you reach out to that you communicate with if it's FaceTime if it's on the phone if that's your one socially distance allowed person or your support network your support bubble or your people at home you know really lean into each other because we do need each other.
0: Well annie thank you so much you've been such an inspiring guest to have on our podcast really thank you um Could you just quickly tell our listeners where they can find out more, um, where they can listen to you, where they can find out information about what you're doing?
1: Yes, thank you so much. So it's my name. I'm going to spell it for you, A. N U, then my surname O M I D E Y I, Anu Omidei.com. You'll find everything about me and all my social media handles are also Anu Omidei. Um, yeah, at Anuomidei. But if you want to. Um, find out more information about the project the initiative I discussed for children you can find that information at easy songs.com.
0: great and we'll make sure that all those links are on our show notes so that you can easily click and find out more Thanks. Anu, I just want to thank you again so much for being on the show today thank you thank you for having me Thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure
1: you subscribe to the show on your podcast player or on YouTube. And if you can leave us a positive review, we really appreciate it.
0: If you want more support,
1: tips, and ideas to strengthen these skills, go to the website unimentor.com where you can take part in live masterclasses, self-access online modules, and download lots of free resources. Get the book, Seven Skills for the Future in all major bookstores and on Amazon. And
0: why not get yourself a copy of the 777 journal to transform your life in just seven weeks through daily journaling practice.